South Africa. Acknowledge me. Teresa Kanzi. Teresa Kanzi. The views expressed on this podcast do not It's time to engage the airstrike. The Teresa Kanzi airstrike. Welcome to the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike podcasting from Cape Town, South Africa, the most beautiful city in the country. And straight into episode 50. It is the Freedom Day edition of the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike. Today is the 27th of April 2022. All right. And I have to make an announcement. The podcast will be on a two week break and will return on the week of 16 May 2022. Okay? So here's what's coming your way on episode 50. I will introduce you to a cuck pill. I'll give you my take on the Mike Tyson viral video. I will review episode 16 of 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days. And I'll play you a lovely R&B song from Midorn. And of course, I'll end off the show with what I am Pito Musimoning about. But first, I get into your elders were dirty. And Yayasmos, the purpose of this is one, to show you that there's documentation of how our elders used to behave when they were young. Two, is to show you that the music they listened to when they were young, just like us, is as dirty as the music we are currently listening to. And therefore, they have got absolutely no grounds to stand on by reprimanding us for listening to dirty music. And with that being said, today on Your Elders Were Dirty, we are checking out this song. Deserve released in 2001. 
This is the dirty ass song your parents used to listen to when they were young. The evidence is in the lyrics and therefore I am going to go straight into those damn dirty lyrics and find out what they used to get up to. Verse 1, Tank says, Maybe I deserve to wonder who's calling you so damn late. For you to say I am tripping, it's just a homie from upstate. Don't he know it's one o'clock in the morning? You say it's cool, baby. It's cool. Maybe I deserve for you to say he's coming into town. He wants to see you and he's just wondering if you and him can hang out. I don't like it, but I know I gotta trust you. It ain't cool because I know it's true. Verse 2. Maybe I deserve for you to put on a sexy dress for me to ask you who the hell you trying to impress for you to laugh it off like it ain't nothing. I know it's something, maybe, just maybe. Maybe I deserve to sit at home and wonder where you are. Is he kissing you, touching you, holding you, what? Take a drink and help ease my mind. I want to be mad after all those times. Chorus. Maybe I deserve for you to go out and find some other guy. Maybe I deserve for you to stay out with him all night. Maybe I deserve for you to do all the things I did to you. Maybe I deserve. Oh yeah, maybe I deserve. So okay, what is going on? Kulengoma imdaka. Why do I say Lengoma imdaka? It is documenting what our elders used to do to one another during Umjolo back in the year 2001. Maybe you were born, maybe you were unborn. But this is what was happening in your parents' life during Umjolo back in those days. Ikhrotman inewari ap iyagowa. What is making him to goa? It is because he is worried that his woman, Umamak, or your aunt, is out with another guy and she is maybe cheating on him with that guy. Now, why is that happening? It is happening because Utatako or Umalumewako has been caught cheating so many times and he thinks your mom or your aunt is going to do the exact thing to him. Now, where did I get this from? I get this from the chorus when Tank says, Maybe I deserve for you to do all the things I did to you. It must be tough. It must be very, very tough and hurtful, Shem. To be in a relationship with someone. Maybe that someone is out there doing the same wrong things that you would do when you are out there without your partner. And therefore, because of that, what a difficult, it is a very extreme difficult londo. Yoku chola nomtu in such a way. Imagine ukowe, 
And the reason why ugowa is because ucinga ukuba uzotyelwa phaphandle because wena xa uphandle uyamosha. Remember I told you about how fragile a man's ego is. It is very fragile. Kubamnandi when he's out there cheating and doing all these things, but once his woman goes out and starts behaving in a way that makes a man think ukuba she might be getting up to those wrong things he gets up to when he's out with friends then umtu uyagowa because the man's ego is very fragile what a difficult what what a difficult uphlungu lomgowo wale ndoda wale khrotman it's very very buhlungu and you know yazi lastly lastly you know something When your intuition as a person tells you that something is going on and this something could be it your intuition most of the time is 99.9999% correct and this is clinically proven and neurologically proven okay i made that shit up but anyway follow me because utank in verse 1 says maybe i deserve to wonder who's calling you so damn late for you to say i'm tripping it's just a homie from upstate don't he know it's one o'clock in the morning you say it's cool baby it's cool maybe i deserve for you to say he's coming into town and he's just wondering if you and him can hang out i don't like it but i know i gotta trust you that was his intuition telling him ukuba konkonko mamela ndota uyatyelwa uyaphela pha because why nawe kaloku ubumosha therefore it is revenge time and your intuition is telling you that yo uyaphela pha mfondini Don the song is called Don't Do It on the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike Akiri women have preferences when it comes to the kind of men they are looking for he has to have a car a house or an apartment and also has to have a good paying job or six figures and so on and we too as men do have our own preferences and we are allowed to we have the right to have our own preferences and one of those preferences is we don't want a woman or tambisa idon 
we want a woman otambisa ithayamidol espf 300 you understand that's the kind of woman we want a woman who's got ee emac foundation not a woman that uses don body lotion uh-uh. no 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 <laughs> no Okay, silly things aside, let me move on to things that have piqued my interest in the past week. And look, the Mike Tyson video of him punching a guy. I feel like in my opinion, and this is my two cents, Mike Tyson wasn't violently punching the guy. He was disciplining the guy who clearly becomes ill-mannered when drunk. Celebrities are not machines who don't have feelings and can be harassed and insulted by members of the public whenever they feel like doing so. Mike Tyson was disciplining the dude. And I guess this is one of the reasons why I haven't been on radio in so many years. Because I'm not trying to be politically correct. No ways. There are times when as a person you need to discipline another person. And sometimes you've got to physically discipline a person so they know the difference between right and wrong. The guy Mike Tyson was disciplining, he is a grown-ass man. And clearly he forgot the consequences of doing wrong. And Mike Tyson had to like throw back physically and also in disciplinary ways and make the guy remember that this is what happens when you misbehave. Reprimanding someone verbally does not work all the time, okay? Especially when someone is drunk. That dude was drunk. And he kept on harassing and provoking Mike Tyson, whom, according to witnesses, kept on telling him off verbally that, dude, stop what you're doing. You're harassing me. Did he listen? No, he didn't. Because why? One, he was drunk. Two, he was ill mannered. So, the last resort is physical discipline. And I commend Mike Tyson for doing so. It's not violence what he did. No, it's disciplining a grown-ass man. Another thing that has piqued my interest is a caca pill that has been invented. It's a probiotic pill named Nella. It contains bacteria harvested from poop of high-performing athletes. It makes a person last longer at the gym and increases the intensity of workouts. That is something I need. The gag samples came from 15 elite runners and the scientists found they all contained a common bacterium. It is called Velonella atypica. And apparently it has been working very, very well for a lot of people who have sampled the pill. And I'm thinking that, you know what, I would swallow the caca pill if it contains Ronaldo or LeBron James or Usain Bolt's poop bacteria. I would definitely take it because those three dudes have got this winning mentality you'll never find in any of us. They go the extra mile. They don't give up. They are very tenacious. So I, 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 would, I, would, I would swallow Ronaldo's poop. Peel, peel, peel. Not his actual poop. No, his poop peel. The, the one that contains this bacterium that apparently it, it, it will make you last long at the gym. Nothing wrong with that. Like, don't be disgusted because 
Look, many of the things that we consume as food, they somehow come from disgusting ways. Like for example, the veggies that we both love to eat and the meat we love to eat, they come from not so nice ways because the plant for veggies have to be planted in soil mixed with manure and manure comes from cow poop, goat poop and any kind of poop, okay? It gets mixed up with dead leaves and dead grass to create manure. And also the, the, the chocolate you eat, it comes from plants that have to be planted in good soil that is mixed with manure. Those, those, those gak bacterium or microbes, they are very good and get converted to become good nutrients for plants, for, for, for the grass that the cows graze and so on. And then the cow becomes nice and healthy and give us good meat. Same applies with lambs and goats and so on. They give us good meat because they've been eating good, healthy plants and grass. Everything that is organic has to be recycled. That's the other thing. And, 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 and poop is quite organic. And those bacteria in poop have to be recycled and turned into something for a good cause. And in this case, it is the poop pill. I would take it. I would take it. Don't be disgusted. Lastly, I have often wondered that, is it compulsory? for you to reveal yourself after you have won the lottery jackpot. I thought it was compulsory until I came across the story of a 94 million rand Powerball Plus winner who has demanded privacy. The winner is from Limpopo and he or she played a quick pick for 45 rand and they won the 94 million rand Powerball jackpot. My gosh. I was actually worried by this whole thing because our you know when you when you play the lottery you like okay if I win this 250 million rand powerball I I have to come up with a story of who I am and how I am going to use this money and I've often played it out in my head that I'll always say I am a 55 year old man from the winelands from the farms who has been working in the farms from, from birth and my parents too worked at the farms and I've been working there all my life. I've been grossly underpaid and this 250 million rand will change my life and I'll use most of it for educating my five kids and also to buy a home for my family and my extended family I have got 12 siblings and so on. I was going to make up a story like that. I've been playing this whole thing in my mind. But of course, in real life, I was not going to tell anyone that I know that I have won the lottery. I'm, I, I was going to keep quiet and tell no one because it's none of their business. And most importantly, it was not going to give me any troubles because you know what happens. More money, more problems. Once people know that you've got money, especially family members, family members who haven't talked to you in 20 years or 30 years plus, all of a sudden, they are all being nice, nice towards you. They are texting you, calling you, trying to find out how you're doing. Next thing, 
They want you to help them out financially. You never had a relationship with these people. So I am, I am very happy that it is not compulsory for a person to reveal themselves when they have won the lottery jackpot. Are you about to host a party at a club, chisanyama, or restaurant, and you want to DJ with mad skills? Well, book Tulisa Kanzi for a lit DJ performance and hear something like this. Tulisa.kanzi at gmail.com and let's get the party started. Don 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 Baby, yes, baby, baby, mm, baby. <laughs> Who loves saying that? It is Hamza. Of course it's Hamza. That's the only like English words he knows. Anyway, I'm reviewing episode 16 of 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Days season 5 and I'll start off with Memphis and Hamza and I must say that it was pretty much an episode of too many goodbyes. Everyone was just saying goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Some goodbyes were good, some goodbyes were bad. Let me start with Memphis and Hamza. So Memphis said her goodbyes to Hamza's mother whom started crying and told Memphis to take care of herself and the baby. At the airport, the couple shed a tear and Hamza told producers that Memphis is the love of his life and then continued to cry. What made him more emotional was knowing that getting his spousal visa will take a very long time and he feared Memphis will give birth while he's in Tunisia. An older dude was very emotional and he cried a lot but I did not fall for his tears because I still believe he's not in love with Memphis. He is with Memphis because he wants to go to America and live the rest of his life in that country. That is what stuck in my mind. It's not going to go anywhere until I am proven otherwise. But for now, I shall continue to stick to my guts. Hamza doesn't love Memphis. Memphis, on the other hand, is very much in love with Hamza, especially now that she is carrying his child. Let me move on to Mike and Jimena. So Mike finally gave in and left her apartment. But before doing so, he bid farewell to Jimena, her sister and her mother, whom said she was sad to see Mike go because during COVID-19 lockdown, she and her family were able to eat due to Mike providing for Jimena. When Mike returned to the US, he sent text messages to Jimena, persuading her to allow him to continue paying her rent because he wants her to be secure. She video called him and he repeated what he said in texts and added he wants to return to Colombia in September and marry Jimena. She, on the other hand, said she's confused and will think about it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lifetime Achievement Award for being an idiot on 90 Day Fiancé goes to Mike. Mike is an outright moron. I can't believe it. I have never ever come across a person, a man such as Mike. What an absolute moron. Mike is a moron. I don't know if they're in Colombia, they've got love potions or Ivamna. 
That's what we call it here in South Africa, especially in the Kosa community, Ivamna. Because how could you make sense of what Mike is doing on 90 Day Fiancé regarding Jimena? There must be some kind of spell we don't know of that Jimena cast on Mike. Because this behavior is absolutely not normal. The guy is a moron. He is an absolute moron. And the look of satisfaction on Jimena's face when Mike told her that he wants to continue paying rent and providing for her was just absolutely shambolic. It was like she knew 100% that she has got Mike wrapped around her little finger. Let me move on to another couple, or not a couple anymore. That is Ben and Mahogany. And it's very simple. It ended in tears for Ben. Mahogany wants nothing to do with him. He got played, just like Mike. It's that simple. With him too, the signs were there. The signs were there from the get-go. From Mahogany looking like a catfish, to him going to Peru and meeting up with Mahogany and there were just things that did not make sense from her part and he questioned them, but he continued to pursue Mahogany. So, hey, you deserve it, bruh. Lastly, I'm checking in with Kim and Usman. So, Usman is conflicted as he still loves and misses Zara, but remains in love with Kimbali. He video called Zara and they chatted for a while. And one of the things mentioned was the prospect of them rekindling their love. Kimbali, on the other hand, hadn't unpacked her clothes a week after returning home. She said her long-distance relationship with Usman has been challenging. He picks up her calls, but sometimes he makes her wait for hours after saying he'd call her back. I see what's going on here. If it is your first time listening to the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike reviewing 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days, I shall repeat what I said in previous episodes and that is I think Usman is on the show to remain relevant and to market his brand to a global audience. Because look, before 90 Day Fiancé, I did not know who Usman is and that might be the case for you too. So now, I think Usman is saying that, you know, his relationship with Kim will not go on for as long as maybe he wants to. And therefore, in order for him to remain relevant and to be visible to a global audience, he now is going to pursue Zara. And maybe, just maybe, in the next season of 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days, he will reappear. And this time, it will be with Zara. Because the dude has to market his brand to a global audience. Because let's face it, this is free marketing for Usman. All hail for the Lord Commander of Complaints. No, the North Africans, they are always bullying everybody. Always. They bully referees, they bully everybody. They don't want to lose. They are going to lose tonight. We beat them fair and square. Do we want to justify how many times Kerchis win with the, with the referee's mistake? The Baroka player disrespected Madisha, which was not good. And most especially is the players who are on the bench, who are sitting there. They're disrespecting somebody who's playing whilst you are sitting in the cold there in the stands. So, 
What are you being so worried about? It's Freedom Day in South Africa, our land, where most continue to live and strive for freedom, while others live and strive for stealing. And I ask, what's the point of celebrating Freedom Day when 35% are unemployed and 65% of that are young, jobless people? What's the point of celebrating Freedom Day when if women and children don't carry an invisible dompas, they might get raped or killed? What's the point of celebrating Freedom Day when white gatekeepers in Cape Town deliberately don't give opportunities to young people who come from previously disadvantaged communities? What's the point of celebrating Freedom Day when having no money limits your movement in a capitalist world we live in? What's the point of celebrating Freedom Day when greedy individuals of the global neoliberal economic system are allowed to privatize every state-owned enterprise in South Africa? What's the point of celebrating Freedom Day when the rightful landowners cannot get their land back because corrupt politicians can't amend the constitution to expropriate land without compensation? What's the point of celebrating Freedom Day in South Africa, our land? And on that depressing note, I end off episode 50 of the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. I shall return on the week of 16 May 2022 for episode 51. Remember, whatever you do, do not lose the child in you. Adios, amigos, and bonita damas.